0: Today's episode is all about putting yourself and your business out there, which really means self-promotion. If you cringed a little bit just by hearing that title, then stay tuned because this episode has been tailored just for you.
1: The Realtor 180 Podcast, where valuable conversations and industry experts collide. Let's dive in and transform your business today.
0: If you have an idea, product, service, or business that needs customers through more exposure, then it's truly all about promoting it, but how? Today's conversation will be about looking at this topic through a new lens to help give you the tools you need to create content in a special way that speaks to the person who needs to hear it, your customers. But, Before we dive into this conversation about putting you and your business out there and being all self-promoting, how are you today, Sean?
1: I am awesome.
0: Awesome. I am.
1: Yeah, it was a really incredibly productive week. That's amazing. Can't always say that.
0: Yeah. What'd you do this week?
1: I had uh, two client closings, so I was able to help people buy homes in San Francisco, which always just feels so incredibly good. And then I was interviewed on the podcast, The Good Advice Coaching with Blake Binns. It was such a great conversation. He's such an interesting guy. I really thoroughly enjoyed that.
0: It's always good to be interviewed by someone that's super interesting.
1: It's true. It always keeps it fun and dynamic. And uh, yesterday, the uh, my highlight was going for an incredible hike up the coast, which it was just a beautiful, perfect blue sky day. Wow. it's amazing. Yeah. How about you? How was your week? What's the It was the a highlight?
0: pretty quiet week, actually, which is rare for me to say.
1: <laughs> yeah. There's
0: usually fires being put out and just like so many things. So it was a pretty, uh, one of those admin kind of weeks where you're just mm. doing all of, like the little things and kind of tying up loose ends. So not as exciting as yours.
1: Oh, what was the highlight? Would you say
0: honestly, no highlight. It was just like a very whatever week.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's good though. I find those are usually the the prep weeks for something, setting up for more awesome. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So let's dive into this episode. I think this one, this one really hits home because there's many times I really hold back on promoting something or saying something or putting it on social because it feels too. Yep braggy or ego-driven?
0: Oh, for sure. I definitely had to go through a transformation around this whole idea of self-promotion. I see it in a different way now, which is what we're going to get into because Mm. that's what helped me feel better about self-promotion. But I remember when I was first starting out, especially when I was doing photography and um, my whole photography business failed, I'd say, because I did not know how to self-promote. And so it is something super important. so for those of you having a problem with this, definitely stick
1: around. You make such a good point. And when I remember when I was starting out building my real estate business, I took a a blue piece of masking tape and I taped it to the front bottom of my laptop. Uh And it said, if you don't know me, you won't do business with me.
0: Oh, yeah. That's such a good reminder.
1: And it was my reminder to... Self promote, which I we're going to talk about the the huge number one mistake, yeah, around and that surrounds self promotion, right. yeah. yeah, and looking at that from a new lens, yes, um, to lift it up. But yes. it constantly constantly reminded me that my newsletter had to go out, mm-hmm. that I had to be putting content out there. You have to, yeah. To, to be heard.
0: I totally agree. I think your newsletter and, you know, all that, like your flyers, all those things are really important. And I mm-hmm. think we shouldn't shy away from it. But a lot of people make the mistake of not feeling good about it. So for example, yeah. I was speaking at a conference um, you know, just talking about videos and putting yourself out there. And then I sat down at a table afterwards and this woman comes up to me and she's like, Oh, I can't do what you do. I can't make videos. I'm just not ready. And I was like, why? Like what, what is it about it? That's so harsh. Like, I just can't talk about myself like that. Like I can't, it just, you know, feels uncomfortable. And then I gave her the advice that we are going to go into.
1: Mm.
0: And then instantly she's like, Oh my God. I never thought about it that way, put that way. She's like, then I feel like I have to (laughs) make these videos. And so I think that just slight shift in your perspective on self-promotion makes a huge difference.
1: I completely agree. I feel like I say that a lot. So my biggest mistake when I unpacked Mm self-promotion, I think of it as self me, promotion to To lift up, to shout out. So basically me standing on a soapbox. Totally wrong thing to think about. It's completely wrong. And I remember as a kid, I was really incredibly shy. And it was somewhere in my teens, late teens, early 20s. I had the realization that I got really shy, really uncomfortable when I was in a conversation, but I was worried and thinking about me. Yeah. And I started to mentally take this spotlight that was shining on me and put it on them. Yeah. And that little distinction that that little shift no longer made me feel uncomfortable in the conversation. It made me interested in what they were sharing.
0: I love that you said the word spotlight I think that's one of the things that people have a hard time with. I know that's one of the things I had a hard time with is putting the spotlight on myself. And, you know, like, especially I make these videos on YouTube, right? And it feels like I'm putting the spotlight on myself. But if you actually look at the content I talk about, it's not. It's about putting it on the needs of those that are watching and me helping them with those needs and providing a solution. So ultimately, it's actually not about me and that's, that's how I'm able to easily make these videos cuz it's actually not about me.
1: <laughs> that is so good. I I love that. And to unpack it a little bit self promotion. If yeah. you then take the self and it's not you the individual that it's referring to, it's the customer you, self,
0: the other person. The other self. Other and self
1: promotion. By sales definition means to talk about your product, talk about your service, elevate yourself. Yeah. But the job promotion, if we look at the definition of of a promotion at work, uh-huh. that definition Bringing is, up is another different. Level. Yeah, yeah, it's it's moving up the hierarchy, moving up yeah. the level to be lifted. I like where you're going here. So the self <laughs> is is the the recipient. And the promotion is lifting Lifting them up. them up. Oh, I love that. Your content (laughs) should be lifting up the people who are subscribing to you. Yes. Makes sense? Yes, makes sense. And when I started to rebrand my approach, my marketing, and I I started to shift and change these things, I felt that discomfort that I internally had started to dissipate. Mm -hmm. And then I actually started to feel good because I was helping other people and I know that it was helping because of the feedback I was starting to get from it. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, you know, people are gonna burn out if you're and you see it on YouTube and Instagram all the time. But if it's like, oh, look at my new car and my I'm going on this vacation, I'm going here, it gets exhausting after a while to only hear that stuff. But when somebody's delivering good, uplifting content it's you go back for it even yeah. if it's not 100 relating to you it just feels good yeah
0: I love the way you put that it's about the other and bringing them up a level so I totally agree I'm, I think for a lot of the videos that I create um, and I think I know a lot of the advice that you give your clients it is about helping them either one for me up level up-leveling their skills, mm-hmm. for you up-leveling their knowledge. So I really love that definition of self-promotion. It's like, it's really shifting it. That's great. I love that. For those that have been having problems with the self-promotion and haven't done it, I mean, what happens, right? Like what is, why is self-promotion so important? Let's talk about that real quick.
1: In my opinion, I think the the, the, the number one thing that happens is nothing. Yes, literally nothing, is to go back to the very beginning part. If you don't know me, you're not going to do business with me. And if your business isn't driving revenue, I hate to say this, but you just have a really expensive hobby. Yeah. So people need to know what it is that you're doing to help them.
0: Right, right. People have to know about you and your services, now, so the one thing I think which doesn't hurt too much is just, it's just that nobody knows about you. What mm-hmm. about if you do it the wrong way, right? Um, I'll bring out your word, <laughs> gross. <Yeah. laughs> Some, like there have been people that have promoted themselves and I just kind of was like, wow, that person's really full of themselves. Mm-hmm. And it just made me not want to use their services, it's kind of like, uh, yeah, I'd rather go with somebody else because it's all about them. Like I didn't feel like it, it had nothing to do with me. It was just about them saying how amazing they were. And I feel like that's one harm that you can do is to your business is, you know, kind of repel people.
1: I think what's interesting about that is first in this, this gets into a little bit different of an area, but really understand who. Is your ideal client? Yeah. Who are you actually trying to attract? Mm-hmm. If you're an ego monger, <laughs> you're ego, going to attract ego other ego mongers, ego. <laughs> and you're going to repel the humble. Mm, yes. So maybe that's who they actually want. Maybe I don't know. they
0: want the ego mongers. Yeah, maybe they were repelling the right person, me, because I'm... Correct. And
1: that's like, yeah. m- maybe they didn't do something wrong. Maybe they're actually doing it right is what I'm actually getting at is... Possibly. M- maybe their brand, like not every not every human is going to identify with every brand. And at the end of the day, you need to attract the right customers, but you're also repelling all the wrong yeah. ones Yeah, for whatever reason. And that's something that just needs to be looked at and evaluated and also to not take it personally because the the end of the day is, again, there's no zero possibility that you're going to-
0: Not repel someone out there. Someone, like it's inevitable. Like
1: somebody at the end of the day is just not going to resonate with with you, your brand, your product or whatever it is. I mean, that's just part of doing business.
0: To kind of loop back to- how we should be thinking about self-promotion. So mm-hmm. I, I like, let's kind of like recap, you know, if you think about self as the, your customer and promotion as in bringing them up, you know, what would you say to those? Like how, like how, what are the different ways that somebody can do that in this new definition of self-promotion?
1: Oh my gosh. So I know you know that I've, as of late, I've been thinking about building out a home gym. Uh-huh. And so I, I've i <laughs> recently become... Oh
0: my an- gosh, you guys don't even know. You I- should see his YouTube feed. It is just totally, the algorithms got him. (laughs) It's hilarious. I can't stop. I can't stop. so I've
1: I've recently just gone down this this bizarro rabbit hole. So my background (laughs) is health and fitness. So it's not like something new to me. I've always been into it. But more recently, I've been attracted to watching all of these review shows about these different workout products. And it's funny because I watch it partly because I'm interested in the product that they're talking about one. And then two, I'm just fascinated with everybody's individual approach. And what I, there's three guys that I actually keep going back to and watching their videos. And what I like about it is there's no sales pitch. Yeah. They're like, Hey, I tried this. I compared it to this thing. This is awesome. This is what I don't like. Take it or leave it. Yes. And I, I love that because it's comfortable for me. It's, it's, you know, it's not dissimilar, when you walk into a store yeah. and no matter what the salesperson says to you, like, how's the weather today or, right, or anything, right, right. you say, no, just looking.
0: Right. <laughs>
1: because we're so programmed to turn off right. people who are trying people, to sell right. us. And so, yeah, my rabbit hole has more recently been that. But if you step back and look at what they're doing, mm-hmm. they're providing value. Yes. And, and the value for, for me is there's a level of entertainment, Yeah, there's a level of information, and, and so I come back for more.
0: And I just point out, when you said to me, there's this one specific guy that you said you keep watching over and over Coop! Again. Okay, I don't know who <laughs> Coop is, but it's, okay. <laughs> it's
1: Garage Gym Reviews is his website, but the dude is just, he's entertaining. Okay,
0: okay, so I, there's a point I'm trying to make here, okay, because I... I'm pretty sure there are a lot of reviewers out there that talk about home gyms. He's not the only one. But for some reason, this is the guy that you've just kind of got yourself stuck on because he speaks to you in a way that you like and you understand and he is resonating with you, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And so the reason I bring this up is um, to just bring back that story I told about the woman who was not ready to make videos because she's like, I just doesn't feel right so the advice I gave to her is similar to what you said about self-promotion I told her you know what it's really just about you know sharing what you know Mm -hmm. on video and providing value to others her follow-up was well there are a lot of people that talk about what I know and she's like I just don't know how to be unique or you know and the reason Mm -hmm. I bring this up now is Coop your guy he's just being himself and We are all unique and there are certain people that are looking for the information to be said and given and delivered in the way that only you can.
1: That's so true.
0: And I know from my own experience is that I create content. It's nothing new. You know, like I talk about the same apps. I talk about the same gear that a lot of other YouTubers talk about and I still do it because I know that I understand it in a certain way that is different and I deliver in a certain way that's different. And just by reading the comments on my videos, it and many people say like I've been looking for someone to say it that way or appreciate the way you explained it. Mm-hmm. And so I just want to say like you know, one is provide value and two, don't be discouraged if you if you think it's value that somebody's already provided. As long as you just do it in your own way, in the way that you understand, someone out there is looking for you, the way you're saying it, the way you're explaining it, and they're going to resonate with you and not the other person. I
1: love that. That's such a great distinction and such a great way to look at it.
0: Yeah, and I not to say you're like a unique snowflake, but you kind of are. (laughs) You know, um, because no one's going to do it the way you do it. No one's going to have the same experiences about the home gym that you do. Um, So I think you should just go out there, share it, and provide value. And that is how you self-promote.
1: This conversation has been tailored a little bit more specifically towards like a social media, yeah, type type direction Mm -hmm. where it's your you know, like the Casey Neistats of the world where you're just constantly pushing out pieces and information and content and they all create a, a bigger picture, a bigger profile of you. Right. From time to time, there will be more specific things that you're talking about, i.e. selling. But overall, you're providing value and in, in lifting up. What's interesting is to to go back to providing value and lifting somebody up and not necessarily just going for the direct sale, yeah. but maybe the indirect sale. And I'll give you an example. The A couple of weeks ago, I, I don't know, I did something to my neck, my shoulder, and it was tight and uncomfortable. And I just happened to be texting with my friend Clint, who I've known for like 15 years to give you some context. He's a professional bodybuilder. Mm-hmm. Him and I ran a martial arts school together. He's like a, a badass black belt. And he was texting me and said, hey, check out, um, what's their names? Bob and Brad, a YouTube channel. It's these two chiropractors. Bob
0: and Brad. who <laughs> And
1: that's their website. It's Bob and Brad, and we're not getting paid. I'm, they don't even know I'm promoting them. <laughs> but I went to their website, found a couple exercises, did the exercises, and found relief. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's these guys amazing. are amazing. So did they get the direct sale? No. Did they put, create goodwill within the community? Yes. Absolutely. Am yes. I now sharing their name as Clint shared their yes. name with me? Yes. And that's truly what this is about. It is. It's the long game. It's a the long game. It's the word
0: of mouth. There is nothing like word of mouth.
1: A hundred percent. And yeah. and if you go back and just listen to how I framed all of that, uh-huh. all of that, is Clint was my friend. Right. And we trust our friends. So when they pass us, Hey, you should go check out this person, this restaurant, go here, vacation. Yes, absolutely. The filter, our resistance is lower because we've already vetted those individuals. Right. So we if, trust their if, opinion. And if they've vetted something, then it kind of moves through the right. process absolutely. a little bit easier. Yeah. And, from, from a business perspective in being selling services or products or whatever it is, if we're creating this goodwill within the community and we're giving far more than we're actually taking, taking right. meaning asking for something, right, sign exactly. up or subscribe or do this, yeah. but we're actually focusing on the gifting part, then it the whole thing shifts. The spotlights right. on the recipient and the goodwill gets pushed out. Into yeah. the world.
0: And I'd like to say, one is uh, there can be a point though when you are, there's too much giving and not enough asking. And I, sure. I don't know if I, where I read this, maybe it was a Gary Vaynerchuk thing, I'm not sure, but I think it was like the jab, jab and punch thing. Yeah. Right? It's jab basically, basically, is don't be too shy to, actually ask because at some point you do need to say by the way I do have these services so for example here's my experience is that you know I do offer this course and at some point I do invite others to you know hey come and like join this workshop and then see if you want to enroll but I'm not doing that all the time I do that Sparingly and most of the time I'm giving out valuable content. I hope it's valuable is mm-hmm. just kind of teaching and helping and giving tips and whatnot, but I can't just keep doing that all the time. Right. Agreed. I mean, one is, at some point, one is actually the great thing about this, eventually people do ask, hey, like, do you have a class? And like, well, actually. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly, and that's providing enough value where yeah. it's called greasing the slide. <laughs> oh, okay. Is, you know, once you've created this amazing environment, this greenhouse, right. it, it sets it up for the next thing. So what jab, jab, cross actually refers to in boxing is the two jabs are basically trying to set up? The oh, opponent. is that what that is? <laughs> you're getting them to react to something. That analogy is so, so lost to me. <laughs> It's give, give, and then as their guards, their hands, their blocking hands move, or their body position moves, you're coming across with with the cross, a, a, a punch from a different angle, right, to knock them out. And so the analogy in that is. The jab, jab, the give, give, is setting up for right. the ask. But yes, but if you listen to that, and I remember hearing this quote as a kid, is we have two ears and one mouth, which means we should listen twice <laughs> as much more. as we talk. <laughs> Meaning we should, in, in you know, translating it to to this business or to this conversation, is we should be giving twice as much as taking, and taking is asking, asking to sign up, asking to be a client, asking to buy this, asking for whatever it is, we should focus on the gift.
0: I agree. There is a point where I I actually know a lot of entrepreneurs um, that just don't go for the ask. At some Mm -hmm. point, you do have to. I mean, you are, in the end, running a business.
1: hundred percent. It's really funny. I was talking to a very dear friend of mine who's a prolific dentist in, um, Palm Springs, Ray cross if you need an amazing dentist. And in the conversation, we were, we were just talking about asking for the order and like, which ultimately means selling and that's a dentist is ultimately selling the services. And we were just talking about like the processes of, and for so many businesses, we, when it gets time to ask for the order, that's when the yeah. process itself starts right. to come apart a little bit.
0: This brings up a story, which is very much in in my industry. For those that sell courses, a lot of the times you have, uh, you know, kind of like a, a workshop, a one hour workshop where you provide some value. People get a taste for how you teach and whatnot, and then at the very end, you go in for the ask.
1: The clothes, going for the clothes.
0: And I know, especially when I was first starting out, and I know a lot of beginners out there, that when they go in for the clothes, and I absolutely did this, is you kind of, all of a sudden you're like choking and you're stumbling on your words and you're like <laughs> it's so hard to ask for the you know to do the ask it is hard i'm not saying it's not but you have to and i think the only way you can get over that is one is just know that you've provided value and that you're it's not it's not something yucky you're asking for <laughs> you're actually want to provide them more value by offering this program that you put together especially for them or that you want to provide them more value by giving them more of your services yeah it's like if you like what i was able to you know help you with right now i can actually help you more and i actually changed the way of frame. it's like i would love the honor of serving you further
1: with, feels better right this.
0: yeah it's really just about how you frame it, I think. And
1: Correct. It's not only the way you frame what you're saying, but how you are internalizing things. Just like we talked about with right. self-promotion. If you change the way you're defining it, yeah. then it no longer feels yucky and it starts <laughs> to actually feel good. And then you're not repelled from doing it. You're actually attracted right. to doing it and you start looking forward to it. Yes. Which is a huge difference, especially, so I have 20 years of sales experience. Most people, when you say, hey, cold call or lead gen, oh, yeah, generate leads, um, they, they get like this visceral reaction, oh, I can't do that. Yeah. It's because they're the way they're defining it. Uh, yeah. Again, this is a completely different conversation. To go to your point about closing, again, this is outside of promotion and self-promotion. The number one objection you're most always going to hear is, around price. I don't care if it's a $1 or $1 million, it's always Always going to be priced too high. I don't care what it is. It's always the case. So any salesperson should one, know how to overcome that, but also realize that generally well, one, objections are questions and they yet to be answered is one. And mm-hmm. two, there's typically seven objections that are going to come up before somebody signs on that sent yeah. dotted line. Mm-hmm. So that's a normal part of the process. So yeah. to go back to the jab, jab, cross or the give, give before you ask, right. whatever it is, you're going to be putting out a lot of really high quality content right. that's tailored specific to the recipient, your your ideal client, your audience. And you're probably going to likely hear seven nos before they adopt to whatever it is.
0: It depends on the industry too. I mean, completely agree. So for mine, I know conversion rate depending on cold traffic or you know cold call kind of thing. It's like one percent, two percent. Yeah, you know. So I think once know the numbers um, to be confident in the value that you're providing, and then three, you got to ask. You know, you got to ask for it at at some point. You got to close it. Oh, I I
1: love that. You just teed that up so elegantly. Thank you. Yeah. With that, if you found value with this conversation, go ahead and subscribe. Yes, please. Or hit that like button. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And that's why if you actually then look at any of these videos, that's why that ask the the take at the end, the cross, comes after all of the giving that's yes. that's placed up front. And, and those videos that have the, hey, go ahead and like and subscribe right at right the up front. beginning, you usually skip over.
0: Would you say that's gross? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so gross. <laughs> uh,
1: but it's funny, the, the videos that I tend to subscribe to are... The ones that I, I, there's a level of entertainment. They're educational, yeah. and they're not just peppering me with one ads, which are takers. Uh, but they're also <laughs> the content that they're giving is not all littered with like sales. Right, if right, that makes right. Sense. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You want to you you want to sample the product first and uh, enjoy it before you're gonna subscribe or like so exactly. we hope that you've sampled our product a little bit <laughs> and that you like and subscribe because there's more where that came from <laughs> uh,
1: there are and uh, there's a few <laughs> topics within this conversation that we actually yeah. touched on which uh marketing sales and branding and what yeah, those we, actually mean there's there's one of our episodes we actually specifically talk about that right, one right. of the more popular episodes right now is how do you actually follow up with people yeah. What's, I what's that, that conversation <laughs> look like? I, I think I probably say gross more than 10 <laughs> times. In that There's one, one thing you said that was gross <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh, we'll tease that out a little bit, but yes. Yeah, so hopefully this was helpful and I hope that you are now feeling a little bit better about self promotion because you know, that slight shift makes a huge difference. I know it made a huge difference for me.
1: Well, Cielo, as always, it's been an absolute pleasure just chatting with you. I I love getting your take and your your perspective of things in in the business world. I really appreciate that. Likewise, Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Realtor 180, where industry experts elevate your business. Be sure to subscribe and share this episode with a friend. Until next time, keep thriving.